0: Third time apparently is the charm, so we will fucking see about that. This is my third time trying to do this, and each time I have, like, a fucking crisis of, like, self and existential meltdown something. So we're really going to try our darndest to do good this time. Um. So, welcome. Welcome, people. Welcome to POV, You're My Therapist, the podcast where I vent, you listen, and you do not get paid. I am your host, Divine, a bitch just absolutely going through it today, okay? I woke up this morning and I was like, I'm setting my intention, I'm planning on my day, I'm doing everything I need to do so I can have a successful day, so I only have to record this podcast once, so I only have to record this podcast once, and you know what happened? As I was doing my makeup, filming a tutorial to show you guys how I get this bomb eyeliner, okay? TikTok, I try to post a video. TikTok fucking suspends my account. Why? Why, you may ask? Because I say, you niggas is shameless. And hey, You niggas is shameless. So they thought that that was hate speech. And they were like, no, girl, stop that. If you do that again, you're, we're taking your account. So I was like, I am black. I'm Blake Stop. So I sent an appeal. And then like an hour later, they put my video back up. And now, I, I don't know, they kind of like mm, threw me off kilter just a little bit. So I finished doing my makeup, I start getting dressed, I cannot find what to wear. Cannot find what to wear. So finally I put this on, it's giving very much totally spies, very much giving um, baps, you know, it's kind of giving a black American princess moment. So along with the hair, which I really love, really love. My inspiration was Beyonce ring the alarm, okay? So got dressed, finally, and then I come up here and it's fucking cold. And then... Um, you know, a whole lot of other shit happened. I tried to record and I just, I don't know, dude, I just kept fucking zoning out and just not being in like the right mental space. So I called my friend. Actually, no, I didn't call my friend, but I I called my friend and I will, I will, we'll go into that deeper. But I called my friend and she made me feel better um and that friend is Janae so if you are on Instagram and you want to follow somebody with a really cool aesthetic her Instagram name is Bones Collateral and she just got a puppy and so you can also follow for puppy pics duh so she like talked me down a little bit and honestly what I talked to her about was what I'm going to talk to you about just a little bit um because today we're talking about boundaries and I already recorded the boundaries bit and I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to use most of that unless I just sound unhinged and like trash. But today we're going to talk about boundaries and, and boundaries are a super important thing to have in relationships, friendships, all of that. And I think my life started getting better when I had boundaries. But sometimes I go against my own boundaries like now and I just cause myself a world of fucking hurt. Okay, so... um. I was chill. Everything was fine. Everything was good. And then I decided to text somebody that I was not supposed to be texting. And then I got rejected because why not? That's so fun. And like, one, talking to that person is a boundary I'm supposed to like not cross. Okay. I have no business, no business speaking to the person. Two, I did it and then it just blew up in my face and like and also like another boundary that like I I'm a little apprehensive to set this because you know I love talking to you guys and I love listening to but I do want to say that I'm not a relationship therapist I am not a therapist at all I'm just a girl I'm just a girl I'm just a cute girl trying to figure it out okay um I know more I know no more about relationships than you do it's just I've been in therapy and I have some language and I know what I'm supposed to do. I'm not currently doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm fucking up like a mother. I really am. That stuff I was talking about a couple episodes about trying to fulfill this need that I have by getting little bits and pieces of it from other people, men specifically, she's doing it again. She's doing it again. And I literally... I'm so disappointed in myself. And I want to punch myself in the face because of it. But at least now I know that I'm doing it. And before, I wouldn't have known that. I would have seen the language. But now I can clock myself and be like, get it together, you stupid girl. So that's really what I need to do. And it's really annoying me. Um, And it's put me in a funky place. And, like, all day today, I've just been, like, in a fucking weird place. Because I've given a man power over me once again. And it's just like, no, like I think at this point, right, I go through these cycles and sometimes they last really long and sometimes you just don't. And like I said, I'm human. So I'm always going to want emotional connection to somebody. And I think I'm always going to want it until I have it. But there are times where I am just so much better off than when, when I don't have it. And, and I'm, I'm feeling myself starting to get back to that place because there's, there's a time when like, you don't have it and it's, it consumes you. And I was doing really good. Okay. I was doing really great. After that fucking guy catfished me, I was doing so good. Okay. I didn't think about a man. I was so not like, I was so about me that I, I don't think I thought about a man once girl. And like a couple months, it was great. And then here comes stupid here comes stupid with his stupid self being his stupid man self. Tom out. I like you. And that's all it took for me to be dumb. cause, cause I believed him cause I believed him. And you know, I let myself feel those feelings and now I need to get rid of those feelings. And, and my body and my brain is like, this doesn't feel nice. I don't want to get rid of it. I want to go back to before I want to go back to that place we were in before where everything felt so warm and comfy so now I keep trying to find that and people and other people and I'm just like no no the smart part of my brain is like stop that like stop but the part of me that's in so much discomfort of living without that warmth is just not ready like to feel that again like some people can be—it's so easy for them to be alone, and other people like me have a fucking panic attack. And and the thing is, I'm always alone. I feel like, oh my god, this is my uh, my little love. This is my little love intro. I'm always—I never feel alone. I never feel alone, and it's terrifying. No, seriously. Even though I am alone a lot and I feel alone, I am never—I don't want to say never, y'all i hardly feel lonely and the more that i try to fill that warm space the lonelier i fucking feel i hate it here (laughs) i hate it here so it's like fuck i need to figure it out i need to figure it out and i need to find something else to fill it up and i was doing so good I was doing so good. And then a man came. I'm telling you something right now. If you are a young girl who has never had sex with a man, who has never had a relationship with a man, save your peace. You do not know peace after you love men. You don't. You don't. That is that is a sacrifice of your peace. You know no peace. Okay? You don't know any peace. You know that... um that TikTok or Vine or whatever where he's like um I do not want peace. I want problems always. That is what happens when you start dealing with men. I know no peace. And especially if you're a dumb bitch like me and you have attachment issues. Yeah, you're really setting yourself up for a number of things that are not good. Um yeah, like it's so annoying. It's so annoying and like uh, it really is. And, you know, I was also thinking about it. And my, I remember, maybe I'm wrong. But I think at one point my therapist told me that I was avoidant attachment. No. It's given, it's very much given anxious. It's given of anxious. It's given anxious attachment style. And everyone I'm attracted to is avoidant. Wonder why. Except, though, like, I don't, I don't go. I don't go finding them. Whatever. We have talked about that. But yeah, so it's just, it's just really gone on my nerves. And I'm just like, damn, like, stop doing that. Stop, stop. Like, you know better. And you need to do better. And you need to, you put those boundaries down. You weren't going to talk to that person. What did you do? What did you do, Divine? You went and you talked to them. And how do you feel now, Steven? It hurts, doesn't it? My feelings are hurt, And you know what else I just did? I just posted the thirst trap on Instagram. Of course I did. Why would I not? <laughs> Why would not? I'm hurting fucking god i'm hurting so obviously i have to prove to him that i'm hot that you're missing out on something like he hasn't seen me butt-ass naked like really really sister really my sister like there's so much stuff that like i do as a person that looking from a third person perspective oh my like, girl love yourself love yourself and we're there right now. I'm really, like, I, 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 I was talking to my friend, and I was like, I need to love myself. You need to respect yourself. And, you know, like, the thing is, I do respect myself. I do. I do. But we all know that man makes such a, like, love wanting that and, like, our emotional stuff makes us just do dumb stuff. Just dumb stuff. And, like, truthfully, like, right now, I'm vowing to myself that, like, we're just not dealing with men anymore. We're not doing it. I'm blocking them off. My brain is no longer thinking about them. I've made that decision right this fucking moment. And if you are a tarot card TikToker and you think you're going to come up on my TikTok talking about somebody who goes to do is going to come back into your life, these numbers, um, fucking 444 555 manifestation, the man you've been manifesting is coming into your life. He's a soulmate. He's rich. He's this. He's been so awful to you, but he's going to come back. He's smarter now. He's grown up. He's been through some things. If that's you, I'm blocking you. I'm blocking you. I'm absolutely blocking you. Because you know what? I figured it out, loved. I figured it out. You think you're going to land on my for you page. That's not for me. That's for somebody else. That's for the old me. That's for the me I was two hours ago when I sent that goddamn fucking text. But I figured it out, though. Because I was like, because lately I've really been, I I was going to say I've been on my city girl shit. No, I haven't. I've been crying like a motherfucking bitch. Um, I'm not on my city girl shit. City girls don't cry. City girls get money. Okay, am I getting money? No. Am I crying? Hell yeah. I'm on my Adele girl shit. So, um, but you know, I've been thinking about Richmond a lot because I just don't want to work no more. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do it. My nails are expensive. My hair is really pricey. My makeup costs a lot. I don't want to have to pay for that. I can bring a lot more to the table that is not money. Let me tell you something, what I bring to the table is so much more than monetary value. So I know what I have to offer and what I would like to not ever offer the world again is my labor, okay? It's my labor, I mean that, seriously. I want to be on the hot girl spoiled by her parents to hot rich husband pipeline. It's a straight train with no stops. I've lived alone. I've had fun living alone. Well, actually, I have had fun living alone and I I lived alone, whatever is fine. But I think the reason why I feel like that, like, wholeheartedly is because of where I live. and the city I live in, I would literally rather eat rocks than pay rent in this piece, okay? I would literally rather chew dirt than pay rent to live here. So, yeah, I'll be happily living, you know, with my mama, whatever. But, um, but... Yeah. So at this point I would, you know, just jump from my mommy's house to uh, a rich man's house. And, you know, my cousin did that. She did that, but she, you know, she had a lot to offer. She was a doctor. I'm not a doctor. (laughs) I'm not a doctor. Um, she could save lives. I can make you laugh while you're dying. That's an option. Don't know if that's going to help much, but yeah, she had a lot to offer. And you know, she did that. Good for her. Really proud of her. She's a bad bitch. Um, I am not a doctor. (laughs) Um, yeah. But so (sighs) could be a doctor's wife. Always an option. I'm pretty. I'm nice. I'm well-spoken. I remembered things I learned in history and science. I do. But anyways, what was I saying? But yeah, so I have no desire to live here alone. Um, Oh my God, there was a point that we were saying before that though. What was it? But yeah, so we're not thinking about men. We're not doing it. We're just not because I feel like it, I'm, I'm such a happier person when I just pretend that love is not a thing that I want. I said pretend, okay? I'm a much happier person when I do that. So we're going to go back to pretending. We're going to go back to make-believe land where I don't have these feelings and if you Mm. we're not going to, we're not going to talk about the problems that are in these sentences. Moving on. We're just talking about where I am because I am human and I'm not a therapist. I am not a licensed professional. You are here going through my life with me, through my struggles and my stupidity. Okay. So, um, yeah, I will no longer be engaging because I just can't, I can't do it. I, I don't want to keep doing that seeking, that searching, that sifting, all that shit. I just don't want to do it. I'm sick. I'm sick of it. I'm irritated. I'm so irate right now. I feel like a grumpy old man, like truthfully. Like, so we're not going to be doing that. So moving forward, we're going to try to replenish ourselves with things that have nothing to do with that chromosome. Like, I feel like this is just a testament to show how I feel. Like, really? A man has me this wired up? He probably don't even give two shits right now. This motherfucker is probably living his life. Just vibing. Just living life. Like, fuck you, bitch. Fuck off. Anyways. Um. So. <laughs> Speaking of boundaries, right? Um. My life got better once I implemented boundaries because I, this is a great example because again, if I didn't break that own, my own boundary, I set that person would not have reacted and I would not feel rejected and awful right now. So we do these things to protect ourselves, right? Ladies and gays and everybody else who's not a man. Cause if you're a man, you are literally in my business and you need to leave right now. Okay. Um, if you're not on the, if you're not part of the Alphabet Mafia, you need to get out. Um, remind me of your gender again. Exactly. That's where we are. Um, so, for the longest time, I thought I had a grip on what having boundaries meant and what having boundaries look like and come to realize I did not. That I was really flexible all the time with, with things that... You know, because you make boundaries for yourself. Like me, I'm not texting that guy. I'm not going on dating apps. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that because I know that in the end, those things don't help me. If I were to go and I look, I texted that guy, fuck me, I'm stupid. I'm not stupid, I'm just a girl. Hmm. But if I go and I. And I download dating apps and I have a bad experience. That's really nobody's fault but my own. I let down that gate and I allowed that to enter my life. And and I I did not get a benefit out of that. And I already knew I wasn't going to get a benefit out of that, okay? So learning from our lesson. Learning. Learning from our lessons? Learning our lesson here. So um, there's a lot of different boundaries. Like, I have boundaries that I keep with friends. Like, And the thing is, a lot of people... When they see that you're an open book, they want to know. They want to know. Curiosity, you know? So they want to know all about you and they want to see how far you're going to tell them. And if you're an open person and you tell them everything, they are going to exploit that. Um, I actually think that was the word I was looking for earlier was exploit. And even with this podcast, I have to have boundaries. There's things that I'm just not going to talk about. And honestly, moving forward, I'm going to try not to talk about men because they are making me irritated. And I feel like that's a lot of energy to put into that. Maybe I will revisit like some of my... I might revisit some of the things that I've learned with relationships and that I've grown from. But I just... I know how I feel when I have to talk about men and how it just doesn't help me and it helps you guys. But I also think we might get to the point where you're just like, damn, does this bitch talk about anything else? God damn. So we're going to have to move past that, to be honest. Um, and and there's other stuff that I, I'm, i like, decidedly not talking about, like, that I've put my foot down and I know, like, that's out of it. And, like, you know, sometimes, like, I see people who they make podcasts and they upload the whole thing. Mm, could never be me, love. Could never be me. Because I will be having word vomit sometimes. I will be spilling the beans. And, and I, I need to look at myself and be like, is this something you want to share with a lot of people? It's thousands of you guys now. What the fuck? Thank you. Like, is that something you want to share with a bunch of people you don't know? Are you comfortable letting people know that about you? Is that something that you've learned or is it something you're going through? Like, how do you feel about that? So I have those boundaries I set up for myself. And I have boundaries with friends. Like, you know, like things don't ask me that. Like, I have friends who like I had a friend a while ago who like just could not help themselves and wanted to critique my my set, and I told him I was like, no, I didn't ask for your opinion. I don't want it. Move on. They couldn't let it go, so I said goodbye. It was nice seeing you. Thank you. You know, like because I know that I'm sensitive. I'm a baby baby. I know that I'm super sensitive, and if they said that they saw something wrong with my set. I would feel the need to change it and I would get so down and out about it. And, you know, I used to make music for a short amount of time. And when you make music, especially when, because I sing you guys, I have a song called Ugly Boys. You should go listen to it. But when you make music, when you sing, people automatically see like dollar signs and they don't actually, I don't know. It's like the idea of music, making music as therapy just absolutely goes out the window if you're a stan. But like most people, when you tell them you sing, oh my God, um, they, they are immediately thinking how to monetize you. Singing and make and writing songs was my therapy friend, like before I could get therapy. So Every time I made a song, like, I'd share it with my friends, just to share it with my friends. And they'd always be like, this reminds me of this. This reminds me of that. You should do this. You should try that. You should write this song. You should... No. No, 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 no. I don't want to hear that. And And because I did not set a boundary for myself and being like, that's not things you need to hear. Guess what? I got discouraged and I stopped making music. And now, like, every once in a while I write a song, but I keep it to myself because... It's mine, and I know people are going to try to tell me what to do with it, and I don't want to hear it, so I don't make music for people to hear. I make it for myself now. Um, and the same thing went with this podcast. That was a huge boundary that like, it was hard for me not to tell anybody I was doing this. It was really hard. And for a long time, I didn't tell anybody I was doing it until I had full control of it. And I grabbed it by the fucking throat and I was like, this is what you are. And this is what we're doing because I knew people would tell me their ideas. And even now people are telling me their ideas. And guess what? Because I'm more sure of myself, I'm able to tell them, "Ah, thank you so much, but I don't really give a fuck about your opinion, friend. Move on. Truthfully, how can you tell me what to do when I've already done it? Per. period, Per. And like, that's, a year ago, I could not, I've, these things coming out of my mouth? Never. But I've been practicing putting down these boundaries. This is what you can tell me to do. This is what you can't. You think you can talk to me like that? We're not friends, friend. Like, and, and I think sometimes people look at that and they're like, ew, like, You're really like finicky. You're really this. No, you have to be choosy with yourself. You have rules for yourself. You have a standard for yourself. If anybody can come in and trot all over your life and trot all over your standards, when they leave, you feel nothing. You have nothing. What you have has been touched all over and violated. And that was really a hard thing for me to find out. And, And I'm gonna say this again, Well, because I recorded it earlier, mind you, but I'm going to say this now so that I have it in a more concise way of saying it. So a couple weeks ago, I was having a conversation with somebody where I hate, I don't even want to repeat this conversation. And I hope he doesn't listen to the podcast. If he's listening, exit. You're in women's business. Fuck. So I had a conversation with somebody and he said to me that I, oh my God, I'm going to get judged for this. Anyways, he said to me that I was, okay, before, (laughs) I'm making so many excuses, okay? So, one thing you have to understand about me is, I am actually a very patient person. I am. um, As, you know, as, as hard lined and as extreme as I may seem, I'm actually, I give a lot of chances and I am more of an observer than anything. So I always, I always have an idea where my relationships are going to go because I'm watching you more than you think I'm watching you. Right. And I'm not saying that as in like, I'm judging, I'm this, I'm that. It's just me. I don't, I talk a lot here, but like when I'm with somebody, I don't say much. I don't say a lot unless I have a reason to. And like, I don't, I don't, I barely word vomit. Like that's not a thing that like happens to me. So when I, actually it happens here in real life, it does not happen to me. Shocking. But So when I am with somebody, I like to let them talk. And I feel like you learn a lot more about people when you just let them talk. Because a lot of times people will open up or they'll dig themselves into a hole and reveal the real them. And reveal the real them can go good or bad. So that's just how I feel about that. And I'm not doing it on purpose, it's just how I am. Anyways, so all of that to really set up. So anyways, I was letting this man talk. And he was, like, talking himself into a hole, and he was telling me that um, he was attracted to a certain type of woman, and the type of woman he was attracted to is not me, number one. (laughs) He didn't say it like that, but I was like, that's not who I am, so, like, what... Anyways, so he was, like, he was attracted to, like, a certain type of woman. And, like, I don't really want to say, like, they're alpha females, but, like, women like Rihanna and women like okay, I'll just say this. Rihanna and Selena Gomez, right? They're two different women. They're very both, they're both very powerful, but Rihanna has an intensity that Selena Gomez does not, right? And even like Beyonce, Rihanna and Beyonce, Rihanna has a certain intensity that Beyonce does not. I feel like Beyonce's intensity is more reserved and you feel like I'm scared to even open my fucking mouth, but it's like out of respect and not fear. And I feel like Rihanna, you're scared to open your mouth out of fear. Okay? Okay. That's how I feel (laughs) or that's how I perceive them. So he was telling me that he liked the Rihanna not Open your mouth out of fear. And he said that and I'm not even going to get into how I felt about that because I didn't really care. I'm just going to say that. I didn't give a fuck. But I did start thinking about like women like Rihanna and women who have that personality type. Because there was a point in time where I had that personality type. I really did. And I remember it was when, like, I first left school, high school, and I went into college. And I had that personality type. And I got my way with everything. I was very much a bitch. I was very much a spoiled brat. And I knew it. And I loved it. And, you know, I didn't care. And... I miss her. (laughs) I fucking miss that girl. And that's, and I really started thinking about that. And I was like, damn, when did I lose her? When did I lose track of her? And then I realized that it was when two things had happened. I made a new friend group or I was like kind of being ushered into a new friend group By one person in that group, and nobody else in that group liked me because they felt I was really harsh. And I was really like, for example, I remember there was one time this girl we were having a conversation, and I was telling somebody about something, and she was not involved in the convo. And she tried to butt in, and I literally told her, I was like, Shut up, I don't know you. Why are you in my conversation? There were 10 different nicer ways to say that, but I chose the meanest one. Okay, so I was for a time very mean. And it didn't come from a place of insecurity. I don't even think that's the crazy thing. It didn't come from a place of insecurity. It just came from a p- place of like, I knew my boundaries. I don't fucking know you. Why are you in my conversation? Bye. Like very much like that. I wasn't open to getting to know new people. None of that. But like, I also don't want to glorify that version of myself because I'm pretty sure my memory like does not help me right now, but I'm pretty sure I had bigger issues that I just did I probably didn't even have words for them. I didn't even know they were issues. Like, I I cannot say that having that personality type at the time would have served me any good. I think if I have that personality type now, if I usher that person- personality type now, it'll be good, And which is what I'm trying to do. But, yeah, so I, I remember that I had that personality type until this kid that I, I don't know what. He, he like mind fucked me. He really did. I remember one day he told me, like very gently. L O L, how many times can I say gentle? He told me he was like, You're very mean. And you don't let people in close. And some other stuff. I think he told me something along the lines of like that's why guys didn't like me was because I'm very mean and like not gentle. Something like that. And I remembered, see, there was a problem that I had at the time. I cared about his opinion. That's the issue. Okay. That must have really stuck to me because after that, I let all of those defenses down to the point where it was a problem. And that is what I'm trying to rebuild now because one person told me their opinion of me. And I valued their opinion enough that I felt to change myself, to change my core personality. So when I first started therapy, I I was very frustrated because I felt like I had a lot of shitty relationships, that I felt like people could just treat me any type of way, and I didn't get why. And... And I remember one time, I don't even remember what she said. I don't remember what my therapist said. But I remember what I got out of it was that I was allowing people to treat me that way. And I got really offended by that. And I was like, how the fuck am I allowing people to treat me badly? Like, I one, I don't allow people to treat me badly. So why do they feel like they can try to treat me badly? I don't get that. And then she said that and I was just like, you have lost your mind. But it took me a little while to realize that what I did not have were boundaries. And because of that, I, oh, what she said was I was attracting these people into my life. And I was really offended by that because I didn't understand. And I think even now I don't like it how it's said you attract these people into your life. But the truth of it is you do attract those people into your life. And I had a friend who... Looking in hindsight, we both did a very good job of pretending that we had strong boundaries. When in all actuality, we had none. Okay? The thing that we bonded over should not have been something that we bonded over. Like, and it actually became a deep well of problems in our friendship. And everything always went back to that thing that we bonded over. And... Um, and i and I remember like speaking to my therapist about her. I was like, "I don't get it like why i don't I didn't attract this into my life. I didn't attract this shitty negative energy into my life like how could I possibly do that? And what I realized was that i didn't I didn't have the boundaries that I thought I had when I was a bitch, and when that boy when that boy told me that stuff that made me change myself and for the worst, what essentially he was saying was. You have really strong boundaries. And I don't like that. And once I got rid of that, he put me through the ringer. Okay, but I was also 18. Fresh into the world. A baby out the womb. Like, so, you know, stuff like that's going to happen. And and now I'm in my mid to late uh, 20s. Trying to rebuild these things that I fucked up with earlier on. Because I didn't know the value of what I had. Okay? I truly did not know the value of that. Of being of having my feet planted, in my opinion. I didn't know the value of that. And it's only that when I lost that, that I, you know, I realized it. But, um, I had those strong boundaries and I stuck to them. And little by little, I chipped away at those boundaries because people told me I came off as mean. Because people told me that, you know, I wouldn't find love if I didn't, if I didn't soften up a little bit. Um, I got rid of them. And now... I have no boundaries, not right now, but now, then I have no boundaries and people are stepping all over me. There's nothing to chip away at anymore. They're stomping on me, I'm dust. And I'm asking why. I did what I was told to do. That should make me more likable. I'm soft now. Why am I still being treated bad? And and I think, you know, We go through so many different versions of ourselves in our lives. And I feel like I just experienced an ego death. The person that I was a year ago is not the person that I I am anymore at all. And I attribute a lot of that to therapy, but also I attribute a lot of that to the fact that I no longer want to have the horrible emotions and the horrible feelings and the horrible relationships that I had last year. I don't want that anymore. I'm sick of it. And I think I've done a very good job of when people break my boundaries, when they try to put me in uncomfortable positions, you no longer have access to me. You can no longer talk to me. You can no longer look at me. If I feel the slightest way about you, you're getting blocked. If I feel the slightest means of untrustworthiness coming from you, blocked, like truthfully. And I think We as people need to preserve ourselves and we need to take care of ourselves before we try to take care of anybody else. Because a lot of times people are taking care of themselves and they're not going to go and take care of us because we're not their priority. So we have to be our own priority. Um, So that's really what I'm focusing on in the new year Um, because it's right around the corner and December is almost here. It might actually be December by the time I get to post this. Um, Actually, I think it will be December 3rd. Um, But looking forward to a new me and a new version of myself, one where, you know, I don't let these little things define me. I where I know what my boundaries are and I know who I am and I'm firm in that. And I don't let people come in and make rules for my life about my life and expect me to follow them. And I don't allow people, I don't allow people to make me feel how they want me to feel. Um, I was having a conversation with my friend the other day, actually like yesterday, because I was so sad and I still am so sad, but I was so sad because I just, I was feeling like there's just certain type of people, like going back to the whole Rihanna thing, I really need to shake that comment because what the fuck um going back like to the girl i once was and who i felt like i was um i just feel like when you're in that space when you're in that kind of steadiness you really can get a lot done and you really have i feel like you kind of you know how like animals have horns and when they're running they put their horns down to get through things i feel like you have horns to get through things and and I feel like I really lost that part of myself. And that girl died. And that was an ego death. Was it an ego death? I don't know, but it was a death of a me. It was a death of a version of myself that I didn't even know had died until that guy made that comment. Um, and now, like, I'm trying to resurrect her. And I'm trying to resurrect her in a, in a way that is helpful to the new me. is not mean, but is just stronger and is smarter and is headstrong like really um and I think in the new year like that's really what I want to focus on is the woman that I want to become like because I've gone through a lot of changes like I I was very stepped into my masculine for a while and then I stepped out of that and now I'm in my feminine you know woes um I I I don't want to feel like I'm not late to the game. I'm not. I'm only like 26. And if you're younger than me and you're watching this, you have so much time, like so much. <laughs> and it sucks because it feels like the end of the world. And like, and I'm convincing myself, I'm saying to myself that you're not late to the game. But I do feel like I'm so late to the game. And I, and I mean that like with my like career and like with just like life. And, and a big part of me, which, I mean, what the fuck are you going to do? A big part of me really feels like if that girl, if I had not like killed off that girl to be more tender, to be more sweet, to be more of what that person wanted me to be, that maybe I would have been where I, I'm supposed to be already. Um, And I think like that. Not having that, that headstrongness, not having my feet planted in the ground really just threw me all over the place. I was looking for answers in everything and I was so disappointed when I had the wrong answers. Like, I spent a year working on my book, right? Only for every agent that told me to make changes so did we consider passed on it again. And that was extremely heartbreaking. That felt like a grieving process of its own, and I honestly, I think I'm still fucking grieving that. I'm still angry about it, and I don't think about it, and I haven't started on my other book because I just don't want to be in that space again. Um, but I was like looking for answers everywhere, like numbers, cards, the Bible. I would I do that thing with the Bible where I'm like flipping through the pages looking for an answer just because like I didn't know what exactly I wanted and I didn't know how to get there and I wasn't comfortable with the thought of just doing everything and just trying everything and if something works out it works out and if it doesn't you move on I became very attached emotionally to the way I think I thought things should be I thought, I worked so hard for a year on this. There's no way nobody's going to pick it up. Actually, there is a way that nobody's going to pick it up. It's when they don't pick it up. So, you know, I don't really know where this podcast is going to go. And I don't really know where, like, my TikTok is going to go and all those things. But I don't really want to worry about it either. And I don't really want to say I don't want to care about it Because I care, I care a lot But I don't want that to be my sole identity Like the other stuff was And then once I don't have that I'm like spiraling out Um. Yeah But I, way back to what we were talking about I, I was telling my friend that like I felt like I just I don't know Like sometimes I just feel like I am a person who, when I was being created, certain ingredients that make people come around you were just missing. But I know that's not true because there's so many of you here. So when I feel like that, I have to convince myself otherwise. And what I really needed this past weekend was a really good cry that my body would not fucking produce I could not cry to save my life and all I wanted was just to cry and it just wasn't happening and I was telling my friend like fuck like I just want to cry and she texted me and she's like did you cry and I was like no and she was like maybe the things you're crying about are the things the old you would have cried about and it's just the old you trying to come back and I'm like damn bitch I still want to cry though So I never did cry And now I feel like I could cry But I'm not going to Just cause I have a lot of things to do And my makeup is really pretty So I'm not gonna ruin my makeup by crying I think it'd be a waste of product To be honest I'm almost out of makeup <laughs> So I'm not playing this fucking game With myself, okay Um But I just, I don't know, I want to be more secure, you know, like I'm still working on things, I don't know a lot, I just know a little bit, and I know what I've learned, and I feel like I haven't learned a lot yet, and I just, I just want to figure it out, I just, I want to not feel so hollow when I'm alone, you know? I don't want to always feel like I'm in a boat in the middle of the ocean reaching, trying to grab anything just for stability. It's like I was listening to my little love, uh, Adele, and when she's like, I never feel alone. She was like, I never feel lonely. And I was like, I feel lonely all the time. And, you know, there's that saying, alone but not lonely. I feel like 50% of the time I'm alone and not lonely, and the other half I'm, like, alone and lonely. And I just want to figure out how to not do that. And I feel like I'm very close. Like, I feel like I'm very close. Um, and I know a lot of people, like, are like, girl, don't think about these things, don't worry about these things. But it's like, yeah, you can say that. You can give that advice all you want. And... You know, I can seek validation all I want. I can do all of that, but I think like on this, on the like, on the most basic level, it just has to fucking click in your head. And I'm still waiting for it to click in my head. How to not feel this? You know, I feel like I'm very close, and I don't feel like this all the time. Watch, tomorrow I'm gonna wake up and I'm gonna have a period, and I'm gonna like I have to re-record. I'm telling you, I feel it in my bones, but, um, but yeah, I just, I'm feeling like super emotional right now, feeling super emo. And I'm just not a fan of that because I just, it's not enough hours in the day to fit in a cry. The time for crying has passed. I scheduled that for this weekend and it didn't come. So I don't think I can do this right now. Um, anyways, yeah, I don't even know. I think I'm going to do my outro now because I don't know anymore. <laughs> but um, you know what I think it is? I think I'm also like just a little stressed out. There's a lot that I have to do and I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to do it. And I feel like I don't have a starting point. And that's really freaking me out because um, I, I have a lot of things I need to do and I just need to get them done. And I'm not, I, I'm not finding the time. I'm not finding the space to, and, like, all I want to do is fucking sleep, and, like, I really feel like the weapons of mass destruction formed against me, i.e. seasonal depression are really, they're prospering just a little bit. This whole shit about getting dark at five o'clock is really fucking with my head, and I'm, like, I'm so, I can't do it. I can't. Why am I tired at eight, and I can't even fall asleep until two in the morning? And then guess what? I'm up at six. My eyes are open at six and I can't get out of bed until like 11. What the fuck is that? Like last winter, I woke up every day at five o'clock and I think I need to get back to that because that was the only way that I felt alive. (laughs) Not to be dramatic, but like that was when I, I got so much sunlight. I was so happy, dude. So happy. By the time I was done being at the gym, the sun was out and I was, I was like, yes. So by the time the sun went away, her very short performance, by the time she left, I had all I needed and I was fine. And I was in bed by nine. That was only four hours of darkness I had to deal with. Hmm. Okay. So I think I need to do that because I can't do this shit no more. I can't. I just can't. Like, I feel like I'm suffering for no reason. And like, this seasonal depression, if they like, it's really dark. It's dark. And like... I don't like it. I don't like this flavor. I don't like this season. I don't like this this flavor of seasonal depression. She's very hard to get on. She's very sticky. Um, So I hope you guys had a better week than me. Um, I'm very excited for everybody here who's new, who's just getting to know me. I hope this is not the first episode you're listening to because she was kind of a, bit a Donna. She's a bit of a Donna in here, but um, it gets better. We're just having a little hard time, okay? We're just having a little bit of a hard time this week. Um, yeah, such a hard time, friend. I really thought today was going to, like, I thought this episode was going to have such a different mood, and it just didn't. And that stupid little cry I could not get out snuck her way back up here and is trying to make her appearance once again. And I'm like, you little bitch. But moving on. Tomorrow when we wake up. We are going to wake up in our best reality. We're going to wake up in our best life. All the things that are bothering us today, we're going to forget about them. They're going to be worries of the soul that we left behind yesterday. And when we wake up tomorrow, we're going to be happy and we're going to be grateful and we're going to be in such a better place. We're going to feel peace and we're going to feel ease and we're going to feel comfort and joy. Okay. That's my wish. Okay, um, so if you are listening on Apple Podcast. Please take a moment to leave me a rating and a review. It would really help. I'd be really appreciative. I've seen those of you who've left reviews. I keep reading them over and over. And every time I read them, my heart just gets so fucking warm and I get so happy. So thank you. I love you. Um, If you're listening on Spotify, please make sure to hit that follow button so that you can be alerted when we post. I post every Friday at 12 o'clock, maybe later sometimes if I'm running behind. Um, and I post on YouTube, so if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe, leave a like or a comment, um, and let me know that you're watching, let me know that you're here with me, and, and I love seeing you guys' comments, you guys make me feel really happy, um, I know my tone this week was not the happiest of the happies, but, um, I really am grateful for each and every single one of you who take time out of your day and spend it with me, and, and I really it's so hard for me to believe. It's so hard for me to believe. Like, I posted that TikTok where I said the story about my friend and so many of you were like, You're my friend. Like, you feel like my friend. And that I was crying a lot, just so you know. I was reading a lot of comments and crying. I'd be crying when I read the comments. Not gonna lie. Anything on front. So I really am thankful for each and every one of you, and I hope I see you next week. Have a good week. I love ya. Bye.